0: to the nifty podcast presented by Partyfish media a showcase of the best emerging filmmakers under the age of 25 from all around the world film starts here at nifty 2019 from seattle washington Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening and joining with us. Uh, I am Robert Spiewak, one of the programmers of Nifty 2019, and I am excited to be sitting down here with the uh, filmmaker behind one of our uh, films in the festival this year that is in playing in the Powerful Grit screening at Nifty 2019, a film called Baby, um, and I've got him on the line here. His name is Vincent. Vincent, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, I'm uh, Vincent Dalsandro. I'm the writer-director of Baby.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for uh, for being here with us. It's great to great to be talking to you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it.
0: Um, and so, why don't we uh, start things off uh, by why don't you just give us kind of like a logline, a description, kind of a rundown summary of of, the, of your film, Baby, for us, real quick?
1: Well, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Baby is about a uh, distracted seven year old girl who uh, runs around the mall that her mother works at in a uh, cheaply stitched princess dress and glow up shoes. And um, uh, we follow the baby in a day where um, kind of an unwanted visitor comes in and like messes with their tranquility.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a great kind of summary of it because there's this, I, I, I hadn't really think of it that way. There's this kind of this outside force in this kind of daily routine of theirs that the mother and daughter have. Uh, that's, that's so interesting now to kind of frame it that way. Um, And so kind of one of my first questions jumping off of that was something that uh, all the way up until kind of the, the credits that I was really curious about was, you know, you have the mother and the daughter character um, that baby and the unnamed mother, um, that, you know, their relationship is kind of the core, the main through line of the film. And so something that, uh, I was really curious about was what, um, how, how was the casting process for, you know, finding the right energy and kind of relationship between them and to fit those roles?
1: Yeah, no, I think that's that's a really great question because, um, that was my, biggest concern in casting this and then going to this project is being able to how am i going to find two people that can like replicate that relationship because there's this kind of like uh, a, a silent um relationship that they have you know it's something that that you kind of really experience with people when you know them and you're with you're with them every day and when you're now you're you're being dragged to the mall every day you know as your mother goes to the food court and like there's these these little kind of nuances that i was really like scared that i didn't know if i was going to be able to catch that but um I found, uh, Alexa who plays baby, um, Alexa Swinton. She, um, I worked with her brother on a film last year and I had known that, uh, he had a sister that was, uh, she was on billions before and now she's on, uh, this ABC show called. Oh, Home. wow. Yeah. And with Alison Tolman. So she just started that, that just premiered, I think two weeks ago. So, um, she's like, I knew she was really like with it and you know, she had a really cool uh, kind of background already and she's only eight years old too. So I was like, let me, let me try this here. And she was like, I sent her the script. She was really into it. And she like got it right away. And I'm like, how is this like possible for an eight year old to just kind of like get it and, um,
0: just click in and get it. Yeah, yeah for sure.
1: Yeah. And, and And from there I like, I had her, I locked her in and then I think it was a, a a process of being able to find somebody that she clicked with and somebody that she was able to like understand. And they had this kind of really just strangely, uh, um, kind of easy relationship right when they, they, they met for the first time and I was really, um, that was, I think just a lot of luck and, and just having two people that were, you know, very, uh, very understanding of the material, and and they address their relationship as such, like with with the material in mind, which I thought was really mature.
0: Yeah, that kind of um, it's almost like serendipity, you know, when you can find two people that that, that gel, especially in kind of like you, you know, it seems like those two characters get along as mother and daughter, but like the, this is this is a hard day, the film we're watching, right? And so I think finding that. That, spe- that really specific in the moment kind of relationship is is so crucial. And so, like, yeah, that's that's uh, it's so interesting that, you know, you started with the with the, uh, the with baby herself and we're trying to pair the right person to that. So that's. Yeah. What a what a what a stroke of luck for sure. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, off of that, another kind of question I have is like, so the, the outside force or the, the intervening, you know, the, the, there's this woman that, you know, finds baby and, um, when she, when she trips and gets hurt, um, that kind of like put, puts this pressure on their relationship. Um, uh, not necessarily casting that, but, uh, I guess the question, um, I'm trying to ask is that like all the main characters in this, you know, are female. And so, um, you know, making an assumption that you're, you know, male identifying, um, like what was writing to those roles like, like, like for you as, you know, not being not, and I'm making assumptions here, but not yeah. being yeah, someone yeah. in these specific character situations. Like how was that process sure. for you?
1: Um, I think, uh, it's, Stemmed really from uh, the fact that my sister had her uh, kids relatively young, and um, she faced uh, a lot of. There was always other parents telling her how to parent and the best way how to parent, and you know, and and, and how how to um, you know like like this this kind of idea that that uh, age has like some sort of um, uh, authority over other people that are new parents and that are, you know, it was, it was obvious that she was like 22 years old, sure. and not an infant, you know, like it was, it was, it was obvious people uh, the need to say something about it. And I remember seeing those situations and seeing that. And I was like, like, you gotta be like, freaking kidding me. Like people have the audacity to do something like that. <laughs> like like, like, like That's, that's that's like, it's, it's, it's a whole new level of like kind of disturbing, but then, then I, I have to like address the other side of it. Uh-huh. To look at it from the other side and I'm like, it's like, it's, it's, there is, I don't know, uh, uh, they really, when these situations happen, they really, truly feel that they're in the right. They really, truly feel that they need to be like, you know, you, should, you shouldn't be holding her like that. You know, you shouldn't be doing, you know, it's all, all these different things. So I think exploring that and seeing that and seeing, I think the, there, there's a, I think a, a pressure that young moms have from older mothers, you know, and, 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 and I think that was something that I thought was so interesting to explore and something that I I saw my sister going through. And I was like, that's, there's something there, you know, there's really something there.
0: Yeah. I think that's such a, that's such an interesting kind of, you know, egg to crack is, is, is that, that weird societal pressure of like having to perform parenthood while you're out in public. Right. And, uh, and I think that that really, that really shows here, especially with, um, you know, your choice. Obviously, the mother works at a, a restaurant in the food court of this mall. Um, and so I'm, I'm curious where, like, the inspiration for that setting came from. Because this, this could have been, like, just in a department store or, you know, any other place that you would, as a parent, just need to take your kid with you on an errand or, or whatever. But this is, like, this is a daily like, uh, how do I want to put this? This this is a routine that, that, that they have to go through where she says, okay, be good today. And tomorrow will be another day and we'll keep, we'll just keep doing this. And so like, where did setting it in a mall come from?
1: The, uh, idea of the mall, I think comes from that kind of like, uh, ability to get, it's, it's such a big, indoor space that you can get lost in mm-hmm. even though it's contained you know like you know what the outside is going to be you know what it's like outside you know that there's like you know how many exits and whichever exit you go out of you're going to end up in probably the same parking lot but within that mall it's so easy to get lost and and i think I, that's the thing that i remember from childhood is being in a mall and how 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 large it was and how kind of like magical it was at times you know this kind of like weird yeah situation yeah yeah like there's so much going on. We have all of these like neon lit like stores and and all this all this like like over simulation like everywhere you look and you don't really know how to process it. So instead you just kind of uh, uh, go crazy. And um, uh, I, I I don't know. I think uh, that's that's a really interesting thing to explore for like in 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 the the eyes of, of a child. And um, yeah, lo- logistically too, the mall was kind of. Like where we were going because we we didn't actually um uh we we i contacted twenty two malls to shoot in uh-huh yeah and then, and then twenty one of them said no, and then <laughs> the and then one of them said yes, and then like we were about two weeks out, and then they called me and said that for liability purposes they can't they can't do it anymore, and um so I was like it was, it was a, a a bit of a crunch time. So I talked to my, my professor and uh, she was like, just steal it, just go in and steal it. And, um, I was like, okay, I will. And, um, it was, it was, that was, uh, pretty insane. Cause I had, um, my DP would have the, uh, the camera in a duffel bag and then he would, he would pull it out and we would do a shot and then he would put the duffel bag back. I would look at it in the bag and then we would do it again, do it again. So, um, yeah, I was like I, I think uh yeah, I I I really it was set on the mall.
0: I think it is. I think it is like a unique energy. Like, you know, I think that uh, there is that 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 kid being in an overstimulating area like you you totally I think you nailed it the nail on the head that uh, it, it is this kind of unique location that is larger than a single store, smaller than, say, like a fair or a theme park or something that really gets at that. Like you can you can get lost, but you're not totally out of like in danger out of safety but it's still like a a separation from like being separated from your parent is still like a serious issue and and i'm so and i'm so glad that you kind of started to go into like the logistics of shooting as a mall like as as someone who has had to do this exact same thing of steal footage um, and just you know, see what you can get away with before you get kicked out. Um, like I'm absolutely appreciative of you know that that kind of indie guerrilla approach. And bless bless your professor that suggested <laughs> yeah. doing that because you know sometimes it, it's those authority figures feel a responsibility to be like, no, you should get the permits. Yeah. But also, it's great when they understand the reality of like just wanting to make some make a short film and everyone saying no. So uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's great. So, so I guess along with that, what was like the, uh, cause obviously you mentioned um, the actress playing baby, like has been in, you know, a higher production value shows and um, things like that. So what was like managing like expectations on set and kind of that, that gorilla energy mixed with uh, people that have seen like, uh, like elevated productions that clearly like have to get permits and things like what was managing that on set like?
1: Yeah, it was uh really interesting because um, she, cause I, 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 I warned everybody. I was like, Hey, this is how it's going to have to happen. Like if you don't feel comfortable, that is completely something that I would understand because it is like, you know, a thing we could get in trouble, you know, there's things, but like, how like how game she was was like kind of staggering, and like she was a lot more like like less nervous than I was, you know. Like like I I was I, I, I was just really impressed with that, and I think that's like that came from her professionalism. That came from the fact that she's been on these sets and she treated it kind of very similar to that. I mean, like it was it was you know yeah okay. Once I yelled cut, we kind of had to hide behind you know one of the one of the the food court. Uh, uh, restaurants, but, you know, like in those moments, in those moments in action and cut, there was no difference between when we were shooting in a controlled location, like, you know, earlier that day, it was, it was, it was uh, really great. And I think um, as the day started, I think everyone was a little more, uh, a little, a little more scared, not scared, scared's the wrong word, like more uh, 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 cautious, I think, in terms of like, the whole thing, and, and and there was definitely it wasn't really wasn't necessarily affecting performance, but it definitely you saw it a little bit, and like you know there was there was a, a, a little glaze over it that I wanted to just kind of like crack and loosen up, and but as as we as the day went on, and we didn't get in trouble, I think we started to get comfortable, and um, then I think the, the actors were able to kind of like jive with that too, and then then the because we shot we stole for two days, and then on the second day we stole we did the court scene the first day we stole we did the 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 parking lot scene and the um uh baby falling in the mall and all that stuff um but then we did this so once the food court it was very much like like oh there's a security guard over there but we weren't weren't really concerned about it anymore like i I don't know i mean that's i guess it's just if, if you if you it's actually another thing that my professor said she was like if you believe that you're invisible you will become invisible. You know, if you don't, if you're not freaking out and you're not like, you know, yeah, yeah, bring attention. To you.
0: If you just act, act like you're supposed to be there. Exactly. Right.
1: You know, and like that was the one thing that like I would I would say all the time, like I'm invisible, and like you know nobody nobody can see me right now. And and, and it, like, <laughs> it, it kind of worked because we didn't. I mean, there was one time we got in trouble, and that was. Correct me. Actually, uh, two times we got in trouble, and uh, the one time was because we were being a little um i guess we were we were waiting too long in one area of like a vestibule and they saw us on a security camera so then they came sent people out and like told us escorted us out and then uh the second time was in a parking lot they uh they came around and they were like "Do you guys have permits to do this and we were like we didn't know we needed permits and then
0: uh, Uh, they, they
1: were like uh we're gonna come back in 10 minutes and you're not gonna be here and i was like okay great and then they didn't come back (laughs) <laughs> at all I mean, like, it was like it was cool so people were really cool about it which was great
0: that's so funny it's so funny how the how sometimes the world will just kind of flex for you where they're just like listen we know what's going on here but uh we'll we'll allow yeah. it this is your first warning it's kind of guilt. situation right yeah. um and so yeah that's uh, I'm sure that felt fortunate especially so I know there's sometimes the push pull between like a producer and a director and so uh how like who had to come to who to be like well we're uh just going to go there and figure it out when we get there like how was that
1: yeah, uh, I think um it was relationship yeah between my so my producer she's um uh amazing incredible and she's like just was so um, I guess she pushed me even more cause there were definitely times where like, you know, okay, you see the cop, the security car coming and my instinct like right away. Sometimes, sometimes your instinct is like, okay, put the camera away, put the camera away. And then, you know, she- yeah, you. yeah, no, don't put the camera away. Shoot it before they get here. You know, it's just like, shoot it before they get here. So, okay, good. Let's just shoot it before we get here. We go, we shoot it. And like, you know, it was, it was, it was really great to have that person that was like just constantly like, you know, okay, we're not, we're not caught yet. Let's just keep on going. Cause every, every we we, we set the energy up to be like, okay, we're going to run and then leave. We're going to shoot it and then leave, you know? So like, let's embrace that. And that even, even to the moments where like, okay, this yeah. car is like 30 seconds away. Let's see what we can get in these 30 seconds. And, um, I thought that was a really great energy to have on those sets uh, on those days. And she was able to transition it too when we were in controlled environments. too. And, um, you know, uh, that was that was really great um because i i I, it was very like it was very clear i think going into this like what it was gonna be like we knew that it was gonna be just madness so like when you go in with that expectation and you know it's gonna be crazy then like you just embrace it you embrace the nuts like craziness of it and uh,
0: yeah yeah you can use that like you can focus and try to use that energy in the project right yeah Um, Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. Um, So uh, another question, and this is, I'm getting uh, really specific now, but um, so something, there's the scene at the end where they're in the car, where mom and baby are in the car driving home. um, And there's this, there's still this kind of this tension from, you know, the, the, the woman chasing them through the parking lot and. Just the day in general, um, and there's this moment where baby, you know, takes off her tiara. Where um, she was wearing it the entire day. This is her 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 costume for play in the mall through the day. Um, but she kind of removes her tiara as kind of this resignation to understand, uh, I guess, the seriousness of the emotions that mom is putting out. And so um, my. I have a read of what I think that means, but I'm curious what you were trying to convey in that, that gesture where she, you know, reaches around the seat and hugs mom at the end there.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's, it's this kind of uh, interesting thing. And that's actually a moment that we decided um, on set. And it was like a thing that we kind of just, wow we were, we were thinking of and then we we're, we're blocking it. And then we we're just kind of like, this feels right to do this. So let's do this. And then Alexa did it. she was like, yeah, that feels really right. So we did it. And um, uh, at first we didn't really know what it meant to be completely honest. Like we were kind of like, that. It, it meant something and we felt it. And like, it was, it was, it was, it was, a. Uh, uh, at first we were like, is it a, like, uh, um, uh, you know, a, a moving on from this, this phase in, you know, my life, like, like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't like, look, look, look at like. Look at what you know in her mind. Look at what I caused. Look at look at look at the trouble that I caused by you know uh, uh, not listening to her and you know by uh, by messing around like by being a kid by like being a child. And she shouldn't really feel that guilt, but she she does feel that guilt. And and um, then there's this other side of it too, where it's like you know, Ma is the one that needs the comfort now. You know, she's the one that's 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 supposed to be comforting me, but 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 she's the but, but she's the one that needs it now. So let me give that to her let me be the, you know, adult for a minute. And, um, yeah, I think those were the things that we were kind of like playing with as we were shooting it, like, and like those energies. And it it just, it was really, uh, kind of a a really special moment to happen just out of the blue.
0: Yeah. I mean, it seems like, it seems like this moment that would be written, you know what I mean? And to make it to, to hear that it was, Fairly spontaneous, uh, I think you know makes it makes it even more impactful. So kudos, that's that's actually that's amazing to hear. Um, and so uh, I guess uh, another another question or kind of to to bookend here before we get on into maybe wrapping up this uh, this interview a little bit um, is just so this is we're recording this before the festivals actually happen, before Nifty's happened, and so I'm curious what. You are hoping audiences of this film take away from it.
1: Um, I think uh, I hope that they see the the uh, unconditional love that is uh, present throughout the whole. Yeah, time. and I think that's that's the heart of the film is is this idea of unconditional love and and um, through frustration and anger and and all these other emotions they're 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 they have this bond that is so unbreakable and we see how unbreakable it is and um i think that if uh, if that comes across then then And I think we did our job
0: right on, right on. That's, that's great. Uh, and yeah, I think that's a a great note to transition from. And so I'm curious, uh, if there's anything you can tell us about that you might be working on now, or, you know, what's next for you, uh, after, after baby. Yeah.
1: So I, uh, start shooting in three weeks on my next short. Um, uh, and it, uh, takes place on a, uh, stateside, um, active military base and it follows one of the uh only female privates on that base and uh kind of the powers of the uh, masculinity and how she kind of navigates through that
0: oh cool and you're not you're not trying to steal that footage are you no
1: i'm not trying to steal that footage no <laughs> no that would, be, that would be a whole other thing uh boy That'd be frightening.
0: Good, because I because uh, I don't want to have to make any phone calls. You know what I mean. <laughs> <That'd
1: be funny.
0: laughs> but um, but yeah. So uh, where can you know people follow up uh, or and you know pay attention to your work and keep track of you know this project that next project. Um, where can people find you and uh, stay in touch?
1: Cool. Yeah, I'm uh, on Instagram at uh, at Vincent underscore and, um, I'm also on Vimeo at, um, Vincent Alessandro as well. So, uh, that's where I'll be posting cool. baby soon uh, in a couple months and, um, yeah, I'll be posting all stuff about my, my new project as well. So, yeah.
0: Sweet. Awesome. Well, well, thank you. Uh, Thank you on behalf of the listeners. Thank you on behalf of myself and uh, Amy Williams, our program manager that programmed your film. Thank you for taking the time. It was great to talk to you and just hear some more about, uh, about, you know, behind the scenes of your film and that process. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for listening. For more information on Nifty 2019, the talented youth and more emerging filmmakers, check out nifty.org, where you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at NF. FTY or on Instagram at Nifty Film. And for more podcasts from Party Fish Media, follow us on social media or in your podcatchers at Party Fish Media. Party Fish Media.